This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Gooners Talk. Back again with you guys for another show and another episode of our Rural Reaction series, specifically the Arsenal News Show. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well today. And uh, yeah, we're two days away from the next game for Arsenal, which you know you should really, really try and take in, considering the fact that you got a long wait once again. And when we finish that game till the Watford match, because the Carabao Cup final is this weekend, which we didn't get into. Um, but it does mean that we get a nice rest, I suppose, which is the positive. Always look on the bright side and all. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well uh, this morning. Matt G, morning to you, to Paul, to Olu, to Carl, John, to Jose, Martin, Marcus in the chat box, Mark, Stevie, Bruce, Langer, Runs with Cows, uh, Afsar, uh, Ali. We've got Guna0411. We've got Henri, or Henry, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Franklin, Daz, AV, Reese, Tom, good morning to everybody, and so many more of you as well. Sorry, I can't read out all of your comments. How am I feeling, Dennis? Yeah, still still relatively the same. So I've, I've been pretty lucky to get away with most of it, although I did snooze my alarm three times today. Just one of those mornings where you just don't want to get out of bed. But uh, I did, still did get out of bed, and uh, and we're here. So, you know, uh, drop a like on the video if you could, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. And uh, we actually hit 9,000 subscribers over on the Arsenal Way yesterday. Massive thank you to everybody that's helped us. This is an old image. I need to change it now. Um, but uh, yeah, 9,000 subs. Considering we started the channel at the beginning of the season, that's mad. And I know that a lot of you guys have really helped with the support of the channel and have you know followed me over there and helped us and supported us in the chat box too. So a massive thank you to everybody that has helped us to get to that milestone. We're going to try and get to 10,000 before the end of the season. And that'd be great. Hitting 30,000 on this channel uh, this season and 10K on the Arsenal way would be huge. Uh, that'd be a massive achievement. So, uh, so yeah. And Marcus says over 7 million views. Is that what we've hit? I, how do you know? Have you been counting? If That's, that's mad if that's the case. But sweet. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> didn't know that you could even check that. So, I will check into that. But that sounds great. So, fair play. Thanks, man. Uh, let's go on to... 
our next uh, main part of the show, which is telling you the articles that went out yesterday from myself uh, over on football.london. Uh, as a selection of the ones, if you want to check out my page, link is in the description, as is the link to Vinny's charity as well, of course. Um, did a piece about kind of the the real cut price deal that you can get Fabian Ruiz for in comparison to Yuri Tillemans, who also we consider to be going for a pretty low figure of only £34 million. But Fabian Ruiz for £16 million is a bargain that I certainly wouldn't be looking to turn down anytime soon. Also, I wonder about kind of the obstacles that William Saliba will face coming back to Arsenal because of the impressive performances of especially Ben White and Gabriel Magalash. And finally, a piece about Dinos Mavropanos and his uh, prospective move to Stuttgart and the fact that Arsenal basically have no hope of keeping him in the summer and what that means for Edu's kind of selling plans this summer as well. So you can give those and more a read on my page as well. Um, interestingly, we start off with Alvaro Morata, but don't worry, this is more positive news. Uh, so that's fantastic um, uh, to see uh, that he will not be joining Arsenal uh, from the looks of things, which never really seen that likely anyway, but he's come out and actually said that if it's up to him, he will stay with Juventus and will continue to stay with Juventus despite the presence of Dusan Vlaovic, who joined them in January, of course. But I know that a lot of people were very worried when we started being linked with Alvaro Morata because, of course, we want to see Arsenal sign a much, much better striker than Morata. However, um, what I would have said is for six months in January over in Ketia probably would have leaned towards the Spanish striker, to be fair. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with him because there's so many teams that continue to be interested despite his struggles. Barcelona were one, but I don't imagine they'll be going in for him now unless they lose Memphis Depay in the summer, which again could happen. But Morata will not be moving to Arsenal, it seems, which I'm sure plenty of you guys are very, very pleased about. Not loads to talk about today, but we do have another update on Armando Broja, uh, the Chelsea striker that is currently on loan at Southampton and having a fantastic season. Arsenal are said to be monitoring his situation, according to my colleague Chris Wheatley. Um, however, what I would say is that Arsenal will face a considerable battle for him, not just to try and convince Chelsea to sell him, but also Everton are said to be coming in for him. In fact, Everton see Broja as their long-term Dominic Calvert-Lewin replacement. And interestingly, them going in for him kind of gives us a bit of a signal that they will be preparing for the exit of Dominic Calvert-Lewin in the summer. So that's Everton and Broja uh, as a possible link for the summer affecting Arsenal's chase for the striker. Now, you may remember the links in January to Danilo of Palmeiras. You may have even watched Danilo play in the Club World Cup final against Chelsea. And to be honest, he was great. And I've spoken to other people who have also watched him in the final. And they really were impressed by what he was doing. Really try-harding was some of the words. I got coming back being described for Danilo. Really interesting player, uh, small, much more diminutive than what we've seen from maybe some of the other midfielders we've been linked to. Doesn't have that same level of physicality, but what he does give you is mobility and recovery pace. I've really wanted to see someone like that in the Arsenal team ever since Torreira basically fell out of things. Our very own N'Golo Kante at times is what I've wanted in the team. I'm not saying he's of that level, but I would like someone who's kind of that player that feels like there's more than one of them on the field. If you know what I mean, you get that feeling about Angela Kante. I very much like uh, uh, Danilo as a possible kind of option to replace El Nenny. And we do need to replace that position in the field. We need that depth in the squad. I'm not saying Danilo comes in to be that primary central midfield marquee summer signing. 
but he can come in to be very much a prospective option and com and really compete with Lokonga as well in the summer. But Arsenal have continued to be linked with Danilo and could return with interest in the summer transfer window. And lastly, and as I said, there's not loads to discuss today, but Arsenal are said to face serious competition now in the summer for Jonathan David. Liverpool have identified Jonathan David as their main option to repl uh, replace uh, Roberto Firmino in the long term, which comes as a big frustration to Arsenal. Edu actually met with Jonathan David's agent in December to discuss a possible future deal, not necessarily in January, because it never looked like that David was going to move in January, but to get ahead of the game and get a feel for what his demands might be in the summer. So that's frustrating because he would be up there with one of my top picks for Arsenal to move for. I'd like Arsenal to go for two strikers in the summer, one of them being David, the other one being probably quite contrastingly different. Um, and so when you look at someone like, say, Patrick Schick and Jonathan David as two options, I like the idea of seeing those two together. So that's what I would go for. But Liverpool are going to make this one very difficult, it seems. And that is a big frustration. That completes the news. As I said, not loads to go through today. And I didn't want to waffle on about stuff that doesn't really matter. Uh, but it does mean that we're going to go straight into the questions from the chat box and how you feel about them. So if you've got any questions, do start throwing them into the chat box. And if you haven't done so already, please do throw a like down on the video as well. Let's crack on, though, with the chat box questions and see what you guys are asking. Right. I don't know how long I'll be able to go for because I feel like my voice is <laughs> gradually going. We'll see how long we can go for and how many questions we can answer. I did see a comment from Clive I wanted to talk about. Um, Clive says, Fabian can't run, Tom. I'll send you a few videos of him running, Clive, if you like. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee you he can run. I've always liked him, but he can't move. We need a more mo uh, mobile player as well as a personality. I don't actually agree, Clive. Um, I think that the midfield role that Mikel Arteta is looking at to play in front of Partey is very different from that style of dynamic midfielder that we're talking about. And I think that's why we're being linked with players like Ruben Neves um, and Fabian Ruiz. And I think that that, Xhaka, that new Xhaka role that's being occupied by Xhaka, um, slightly ahead of Partey on the left-hand side, would actually fit Fabian perfectly. And whilst, yes, he's not, great in terms of his speed off the ball I want quickness of thought and I want mobility when in possession of the ball and Fabian gives you that there's no for me there's no debate about how quickly Fabian can move the ball or how he can move the ball with it at his feet yes his recovery pace isn't great and all that but I'm liking this role that he's giving to Partey this extra responsibility he's giving to Partey at the number six role. And when you've got as mobile centre-backs as we do with Gabriel and White and next season Saliba, having another really Kante-level mobility central midfielder there is not paramount, especially when you've got a player like Partey and someone as, you know, mercurial, I suppose, as Erdegaard on the other side. I think Fabian would be great. And I think he fits the role that Xhaka is currently playing perfectly. And I think he upgrades upon Granite Xhaka quite considerably. But if you said that we were going for another kind of more dynamic, diminutive central midfielder instead, it's not like I'd be against that. I'm just not against the idea of Fabian Ruiz joining Arsenal because I think his qualities are brilliant and would really suit what we're trying to do with the central midfield right now. 
Um, Frinton says, uh, which I think you're new to the chat, but you may not be, but apologies. Uh, welcome if you are. Uh, which Arsenal player has impressed you the most this season and why? I think Martin Odegaard is up there along with Tommy Asu um, and Aaron Ramsdale as the three. I point out Odegaard because I just think that we look so out of control when he's not on the field. He's so imperative to the way that we play. He kind of knits everything together in an influence that I haven't really seen since Santi Cazorla, to be honest. He doesn't play in the same position, but it's that influence he has on the team. I've not seen that type of control and composure in the midfield. He needs to improve. Definitely his, his output in terms of shooting, and he did that in December, but when there's opportunities to take a strike, it's his decision-making of when to take the strike and when not to that needs to improve, as we saw with the right-footed strike uh, that he could have done and instead played the ball too far towards Saka. And then his finishing of his left foot, he could have had another goal, but uh, couldn't take the opportunity. That's what needs to improve. His passing, his timing of his runs, his control on the ball, the way he just, he just his decision-making of passing is so, so good. Um, but it, yeah, it's just a final ball when shooting is, is where the issue lies with him. But he's absolutely my favourite this season with that. I shall have a doubt. And for 30 million, absolute bargain. Sarvik says, what's the thinking behind Austin Trusty? Where does the figure in our, where does he figure in our plans in terms of position and role and playing time? He doesn't. <clears throat> I just don't think he does fit uh, Sarvik in our plans at all. I think he's basically coming over to get a route into Europe. That's my view of the transfer. And I was speaking to a, an MLS expert on the Arsenal way um, a couple of weeks ago talking about this and and they agreed and felt that he certainly would uh, be kind of looking to just move into Europe and it wouldn't be a surprise if he never played for Arsenal. So don't expect him to come into the Arsenal squad. He's going to go on loan next season. If he impresses a lot, then you've got a player that's that smashed it. But I don't think that's what it is. Um, Matt G says, have I said it or seen anything about El Nenny being offered a new contract? I haven't. <laughs> Don't worry me. I'm going to check now. Um, I'm just looking on this report from Nations World. Interesting fans want Arsenal star Mohamed El Nenny to move to Newcastle United. I haven't seen anything about a new contract. Maybe it's on Twitter. Have we seen something on Twitter? That's always the place where we can see some random stuff. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see this. Um, I don't see about a new contract offer for Mohamed El Neni. Um, sorry, mate, uh, but I don't think if that's a story or if you're just asking, it's not coming up as anything. I hope that's not the case because we really shouldn't be offering him a new contract at all. Jonty says, "Morning, Tom. Do you think we're still in for Latala Martinez?" Um, I'd be surprised if we weren't interested, but I don't think we've got any chance of getting him. He's just signed a new contract with Inter Milan. Unless he wants to move on and they sign him up to that new deal to get maximum value for him in this summer window, that's the only way that it would make sense. But I don't see that being, I don't see that being likely uh, as with this new deal, fighting for the title. Uh, they've got a lot that they can offer him at Inter Milan, to be honest, at the moment. Even with their financial issues, they've still got a lot that they can offer. Uh, v Vladimir says, am I the only one that doesn't seem to rate Jonathan David too highly? I'm sure you're not the only one uh, that's wrong. <laughs> he seems to lack the technical level that someone like Isaac has. Oh, I disagree wildly with that. Um, I, I feel like the word technical gets thrown out really easily without really looking into what it means. Jonathan David's a brilliantly technical footballer. 
his composure is great. His timing is great. He's added finishing to his game. He was kind of like the the Roberto Firmino last season, where he was kind of an enabler. And this season, he's just gone off the rails in terms of his scoring and shooting as well. So, I do disagree. I do disagree with that one quite a lot. Paul says, Tom, what would you be? What would be the ultimate midfield three of gettable midfielders if your budget was huge? In the piece I wrote about yesterday, I said that if Tillemans is going for thirty-four million pounds and Fabian Ruiz is going for sixteen million pounds, if Arsenal invested fifty million quid on those two midfielders, that's an that's an incredible investment in my view. That's a great piece of business for Arsenal. You've then got depth. You've then got competition. You've got Partey, uh, kind of your, your your crux of the midfield. You've got Tillemans and Fabian that can play ahead of him. You've got Erdogan in there as well. So why not go for both of them? Why not go and get both in a fifty million pound combined deal if that is true about their two transfer fees? Uh, Ave says Liverpool plays Jota in the striker position so massively. Uh, doubt David would go to a team that he will barely play for. I think he would play a lot. Again, I do disagree. I think he would play loads, and Jota would just kind of take over either of the Salah or the Mane roles in the long term, um, with Diaz being able to play on either side, more so the left hand side. But, you know, I think the front three of David, Jota and Diaz would work ridiculously well. Um, Joe says, who is your ideal right-back option minus Tyler Adams? Although I agree with your thoughts on him. <sighs> the thing is, it's really difficult because we have Tomiyasu. I really think that identifying someone like Nusser Mazraoui at Ajax and getting him in for free is a really good option. Five goals, three assists this season is really good just to go past the halfway point with eight goal contributions from your right-back on a free deal when we've already got Tomiyasu, I think I would go for Masrawi as a possible option there. Uh, let's scroll down a little bit more. Uh, Clive says, Neves can run. I watched Fabian last night and was surprised how slow he was. Um, don't judge a player off one game. Clive, and I know you know that already. Um, again, Neves, <clears throat> Neves can run on the ball again. It's his off-the-ball mobility, which is kind of similar to Fabian, and I disagree severely. And I'll happily send you loads of clips to <laughs> show you him running considerably well. But uh, no, it's fair enough. It's a, good, it's a good debate. I think he would suit the role that you know that he's playing, um, that that uh, that Jack is playing right now really well. And for sixteen million quid, it's not to say that you couldn't even go and get a Neves as well. It's just too good of a deal to turn down. It's really too good of a deal to turn down. Uh, Patrick says, how big will Atleti's victory be tonight? Hopefully considerable, Patrick. Uh, Man United need to be taken at a peg or two, and that would be much appreciated. The problem is that Atletico aren't exactly consistent this season. Um, they've not been that great. It does seem to be going a bit stale under uh, Diego Simeone, and he's desperately tried for a long time to try and change the way that they play. They got really... Uh, they were kind of fortunate that everything fell their way last season for their title. Real Madrid just weren't at it and Barcelona were Barcelona. Um, but they still did it. But he's been trying to change a lot about them for a long time and it's just really struggling. Um, it's really struggling to see. Graven Birch is like dreamland, the Clive. Like, if we want Graven Birch, we need to be going in for 50 plus million quid to Ajax. But he'll end up at somewhere like Real Madrid, I'm sure, in that in the future. You know, Jude Bellingham is kind of dreamland as well, but uh, that's, again, not going to happen. Uh, Manu says, I watched two to three games in Napoli as well. Fabio Ruiz is too lightweight. We can get much better. Well, that's a lot of hate for Ruiz in the chat box today. I may have to do a dedicated article on this guy or a tactical breakdown. Neil says, Tom, who is your buy in the summer for second choice for Partey if he is injured? Laconga. 
I think Lakonga is is always designed to be the guy that eventually replaces Partey. Uh, that's what we bought him. That's what he was always meant to be brought in to do. Uh, yes, he's had his struggles, but he's still young. He's still transitioning to the Premier League. But I do think he can play in a deeper role. I think, yes, he, he calls himself a number eight at times as well. But I think he can play in this deeper position. I think he will continue to improve and get better. But Lakonga for me, is the is the player that I look to be as that Partey replacement. I'm looking at the midfield signings as being the players ahead of Partey and Lekonga in the midfield. Your Neveses, your Tielemans, your, your Ruizes, these guys. like That's who I'm looking at. But uh, I, I don't think that we, do, we need to go out and necessarily buy that number six because I think that Lekonga will be developed into the player that will be back up to Partey in the future. So there you go. Um <laughs> Club, you ain't quicker, mate. <laughs> I'll get you two involved in a race. Uh, Benji says, Tom, if we're being cheeky, do you think that we could put in a bid for Harvey Elliott? I mean, if we're being cheeky, we can do anything, Benji. But I don't think Liverpool's going to sell Harvey Elliott to Arsenal. Not a chance. Uh, Deep 11 says, why not activate the Harlem release clause? I, I agree with you. Why not? I'm not saying he'll accept it. Um, but why not activate the Harlem release clause? Why not put yourself in the ring? Especially if you get Champions League football. Why not? You're absolutely right. I can't disagree with you. Why not activate the release clause? I'm not saying that we'd be successful, but there's there's absolutely no reason as to why we shouldn't throw our hat into the ring and, and activate that release clause. It, the wages are a big thing. Would you pay £500,000 per week? Because that's what it's probably going to cost to get Haaland in. Would you pay that? I think I would. That's <laughs> not my money. Marcus says we need to get deals done ASAP within the rules. Do you think that we will or uh, will we always late to be the party again? Um, well, we've already signed, uh, what's his face, Matt Turner. So that's a good sign that we're trying to make moves on deals. Uh, Fabian Ruiz, reportedly, we've met with his agents as well to kind of get a feel for what he wants. We've already met with Jonathan David's agent. Things are going on behind the scenes, Marcus. That's for sure. We know that for a fact. Things are certainly going on behind the scenes. But sometimes it is very difficult to do deals before the summer window because players want a guarantee about where we are as a club. And when you're a club that's in a fight for Champions League and you've not been in that competition for some time, it's very difficult to guarantee a player what they're going to be getting. And so they will prefer to wait. And they have a right to wait, to wait as well. So uh, it's difficult. It's not about being late to the party, Marcus. Unfortunately, we just can't offer them any guarantees right now, which does make things tricky. Um, Oki says, Tom, I think the concern with Ruiz is that he's coming from a slower league and may not adjust physically to the Prem. It has happened before. Yeah, it's sure it's happened before. But, I mean, you look at someone like Jorginho and he's not exactly the fastest player in the world and how how consistent he's been for Chelsea uh, since moving there from Napoli. I also think the speed of Serie A has increased. I think there's a couple of stereotypes that go around about like leagues across Europe that unless you watch them week in, week out, and I don't watch Serie A week in, week out, but I do know a fair few people who do, and the league is improving. The speed of the league is improving as well. It's one of the highest scoring leagues in the world. In fact, it might be the highest scoring league in the world right now. It's a lot faster than what people... You, what it used to be and what people used to say that it was. So, you know, it's worth it's worth checking out the leagues before, you know, bowing to these stereotypes that you see put out sometimes. Vogel says, I'm excited by the Ruiz links. I've even started imagining things. I'm also ready for the heart to break as well. Uh, she has Dozy says, Tom, will you still get Harlan considering his recent injury re reoccurrences? Yes, because I would, still would. 
absolutely would. Zoro says, do you think Danilo would be a good fit for us? Again, I've not seen enough to say categorically yes, but I, I, from what I do know and from seeing some clips and seeing a couple of matches, um, as a replacement to El Nenny, it seems a bit of a no-brainer. So, yeah, I would. Benji says, start one, bench one, drop one. Ozzyman, David, Schick. Uh, start Schick, bench David, drop Ozzyman. That's what I would do. Uh, hit the like button to see a race for Tom versus Clive, says Marcus. Yeah, we'll put that together. Maybe we can do it as one of the new adverts for Arsenal. Clive likes doing those. So, uh, <laughs> running shoe advert, me against Clive. That's got to happen. That's absolutely. Arsenal, if you're watching, we've got your next advert. If there's any local trainer shops in Highbury and Islington, we will do an advert for you. And uh, you can see me and Clive race against. Who would it be the most comical? Pair Metazaka versus me versus Clive. That would be pretty darn good. And I think we can all agree that we all want to see that happen. So if there's a running shoe shop in Highbury and Islington, a local one, not a brand, not a chain that we can support, that needs to be put together. I'm well up for that. So, uh, <laughs> Clive, talk to your people. I'll talk to my people. Uh, Patrick says, Partey Basuba in front of our defence would be closed down every week from the attack's opposition. Um I don't know what the situation it was uh, with is with Basuma right now, so it's impossible to comment on that one. Um, I think that's what we're going to wrap up because I really can feel my voice going and I need to do another show in an hour's time, so we are going to rest that. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you guys, as it always is. I'll be back uh, this this evening, I'm going to try to attempt to do another Twitter space, probably around 7 o'clock. So if you do want to tune in for that, please make sure that you set your reminders. I'm going to put a tweet out about it a little bit later. Um, but we're going to do another TGT Twitter space Tuesdays. We try and do them every other Tuesday. Um, so I'm going to try and do one on Twitter tonight. So if you want to get involved, get involved in the discussion, then set your alarm, 7 o'clock UK time. We're going to do a space. That's the plan, unless something comes up. But I don't think it will. Uh, have an absolutely fantastic day. I will see you in an hour's time over on the Arsenal way. Do go to the link in the description. We just hit 9,000 subs over there. So thank you for the support. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.